0: Hi, welcome to our Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. I'm so excited you're here. Today is one of my favorites, Courage in Action interview. I love doing these. I love just talking to people about their resiliency and their ideas and where they've been and where they've come. So I'm so excited today to introduce you to Jenny Ellis. She's my hero. She's a genius. She sleeps three to four hours a night. She's one of those just incredible people that you meet that you wonder if they're real. She just inspires me every day um, by her commitment to thoughtfulness and integrity and being a true person. And I'm just so grateful that she took the time um, to actually reserve a room in our local public library for me for us and we had just a great time so I hope you enjoy thanks again for joining us if you have any questions or um, want to get in touch with me don't forget you can email me at hello at jessicastong.com enjoy thanks Okay, here we go,
1: Jenny, are you ready? I am so excited. This is actually my podcast <gasps> debut. No, I didn't know this. I've never I'm been so on a podcast excited. before and I consider myself a, a podcast connoisseur. You really are. Though. I listen to probably 20 to 25 hours of podcasts a week.
0: No, this is But you need to tell our listeners how you can multitask by well, podcasting, listening well, to podcasts.
1: My number one tip is I listen to podcasts at time and a half. Who does that? That's I know it's like, it's like I found another twelve hours in the day.
0: So, but but you also can read. Is this correct? I can read while I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. You have a multi-talented, dimensional experience. I already
1: have one. I always have one queued up, ready to go. So okay. unloading the dishwasher, folding laundry, that, walking through the grocery store.
0: So I would set. I told you I was going to ask this. Your top three. Podcast just, apart from this <laughs> podcast, apart from your quarter. podcast. <laughs> okay, well, top three. Your listeners are already here, right.
1: and I'd send them in another That's direction.
0: The tri- we are sharing yeah. the experience. Okay, I feel like I have a pretty wide D-verse. and diverse mm-hmm.
1: group of podcasts I listen to, but top three, they're probably top of mind because I've been very interested in subject matters they've been covering lately. They're probably Reply All, <gasps> yes. which is a gimlet podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, 99% invisible. <gasps> it's been killing it lately. Mm-hmm. And then this is completely trashy and completely
0: delectable. Um, Who Weekly? No, I don't know about oh, this. You okay. Should.
1: It's okay. The, the podcast that tells you everything you need to know about all the celebrities <gasps> that you don't. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and they, they're who's and them's.
0: Oh, it's, I cannot.
1: It's fantastic, and it's co-hosted by best friends, and they host twice oh, a week. And their rapport really makes it special because I don't know any YouTube celebrities or.
0: But when, once you hear it, once you are... hear it, it's
1: fascinating because you know the truth is stranger than fiction. So but they hop right in there.
0: That is the truth. Okay, see. Any more that we are that I I limited you I I boxed you in. You did bring me. I think I listened to all three of those today. <laughs> Which is why I'm thinking of them. No, this is it. This yeah. is the way it goes. Okay, um, books suggest. We just will just jump in. Book jumps sh- into suggest. book
1: suggestions. My book club right now is reading The Girl Who Smiled Beads, oh, which is fantastic. Is it?
0: Is it mm. worth it? Okay. Yes,
1: it's definitely worth reading. You
0: did used to have a a book blog.
1: A- I did, and I stopped blogging. I was reading about 150 books a year <laughs> for a while, and I was blogging to avoid sending friends recommendations, not avoid, but, but to, just, to facilitate yes, sending yes. friends recommendations. I took the book blog down, <gasps> wiped it from the internet. I had a couple, I was getting very honest reviews. My readership was very small, but I had a couple instances where authors found my blog and you had j- their feelings hurt. Jenny, I didn't know. This. And Is it just wasn't felt? worth it enough to open no. open that up. It was meant to be kind of a and I, I could have done, I could have closed the blog or sent it out as a newsletter, or done all that. But, but my book reading also dropped under the hundreds when I had kids. And,
0: and under the hundreds, I really appreciate you. And you're also a writer, contributor. Yeah. You've got a lot going on.
1: Yeah. I have that outlet if I
0: feel the need to that put it back out in the world. Tell us what you're doing right now, apart from raising two wonderful little guys. Yeah,
1: right now I work part-time as the Wichita Moms Blog Events Director. We have a big event I'm preparing for right now, which is our grand finale of the 2018 season. So it's
0: right around the corner. You've really nailed it. Your events sell out in Yeah, our events sell out, and we have
1: fantastic sponsors. It really is a fun position because the... Event management and planning oh. is a piece but it really is putting businesses together with moms in our community and that's something that that doesn't really exist outside of which Tom Moms Want. There are businesses that moms need to know about and I can get them in front of our audience in a really fun and engaging <gasps> way and it's mutually beneficial for everyone.
0: You're yeah. just such a little ray of sunshine, sweet Jenny Ellis. Okay, so to get started though. Yeah. Our official question, starting question is, what does courage mean to you? To me,
1: courage is a boldness. It's, it's a confidence, and it's being true to yourself. Um, I admire people who have a quiet courage about yes. them, but they're comfortable in their own skin. <gasps> they stand by their convictions. Up, and they're willing to stand up for what they believe
0: in. and uh, you are someone who embodies that in my mind because you you can speak truth to painful situations or just regular situations and you have a mind like a like a steel drum. Just
1: <laughs> it all in there. I don't know what I'm in can, there. cataloging it all for but it's
0: it's in there and you can help others it. and help make connections for people to bring awareness and understanding to situations. Okay. So um what events I feel so official, like I'm like Jenny. If you you can't see where we're at right now, but we are overlooking the Arkansas River. Do we call it Arkansas River? I absolutely call okay. it Arkansas River. River in the new library, which Jenny had to rent the room for us because I have a
1: She's a little delinquent.
0: <laughs> I have that a wonderful history of never returning library books.
1: Great supporter of the arts. I'm going to get a big check from the Stongs one of these days.
0: <laughs> Giant check. Okay, you are. But we're perfect. in
1: one of the AV tech rooms, and it's it's very fancy. It is. I've, I feel my phone is plugged into a USB outlet that's popped out of the table. It's just. The 21st century. <laughs>
0: Literally. <laughs> okay, so now we're back to seriousness. I don't even know how to follow that up. Um, let's see. What events in your life have shaped the way you think? Oh,
1: well, we could take it all the way back. Uh, I, I'm adopted. And I was adopted yes. as an infant. Um, and this is probably something that took decades for me to form a worldview around. Yes. But I'm really, I've been gifted with this beautiful circumstance of my life that I was adopted by loving parents who were middle middle class, jackpot, like the United States of America, jackpot. All of these advantages um, that certainly weren't chance, they were providence. Right, right. But it it gives me a little bit of perspective now to see my story didn't have to go this way. (gasps) I am... I'm the decision of a of a 16-year-old in crisis away from having a completely different set of Absolutely. life circumstances. So I think it does give me just an extra perspective of empathy and understanding and getting to look at situations to um, where I can recognize my own blessings Absolutely. that I've been given and certainly nothing I've, I've earned. I I've, I've walked into this life that was charmed, but I can see where others struggle because so easily it could have been any of our stories
0: absolutely Uh,
1: every step where i've hit a great advantage there are people who are born into other situations every day so i think about that a lot more now that i'm a parent i think uh, yes and now that my son um, is getting on in elementary school and we're starting to have conversations about why a boy might fall asleep during math class
0: absolutely yes
1: i and it, you want to, what for my son, protect him and let him have a childhood, but also make sure he knows that, we're very blessed yes. to have a home that's warm throughout the right. winter and you have a bed that you can sleep in and the house is quiet when you go to sleep and you rest and you wake up and have a full breakfast and you're ready to learn. And that's not everyone's experience. It's not every situation. So we're just now navigating mm-hmm. how we can make sure
0: that, Everyone is seen in their eyes. Um, and tell me about how you do that now and how you mm-hmm. will plan to do that as as they get older.
1: Yeah, I think it started with intentionally choosing the public mm-hmm. schools. There, yep. there are lots of choices that we have, and it's great. I went to private schools for some of my schooling. Um, but choosing to yeah. vote with our feet, go to the public school, so we can not only be front row seats on what's happening in our education system, but also being of service to that community and seeing what that could look like right now it's serving on the PTO and it's things that lots of moms are out there doing, but are there opportunities that we're going to have, um, to serve or fellowship with people we wouldn't normally have met if we weren't intentionally putting ourselves in the public school. So that was an important decision to us. And it's just now, you know, we're in year two, just now starting to, to bear fruit and show us opportunities where we can serve our neighbors and put love thy neighbor into action with,
0: um, with, with with meaning and truth. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, Yeah. So I mentioned, you know, why a boy might fall asleep in math class. That's a conversation my son and I had this week. Um, we've started having the, you know, why are we donating your winter? We're not donating winter coats to the big drive we normally do. We're taking our old winter coats to the school nurse this year because the school nurse has indicated, you know, I, I see the kids who don't have the coats. So my son knows there are kids at his own school that don't have coats. Um,
0: and speak to that empathy that you that is so clear in your life because not only life circumstance and understanding and appreciation of who you are and what you have but how do you also model that for others and and it's not just your children but you model it for me and and so many of us in our in our community
1: i'm hoping that what we're modeling is is it a normalizing and a not making anyone other? Yes. Um, there are different circumstances, and there are lots of ways people get to those circumstances. And by having personal relationships, so we're relational first, and then helping and serving in our community. I'm hoping that that's driving right. it home. Um and you, sorry, I'm saying I'm um a lot, and I'm feeling so. I um, and I look at the microphone like the mic's gonna zap me for that. I um, have a,
0: a yes, shocker. Yes, you can get me under the table, just...
1: uh, but I really do feel this keen awareness of wanting, wanting to make this perspective, and I yes. hope that it will also show my kids uh, we are blessed, and too much is given, much is yes. expected. I know it's a cliche maybe seeing that dichotomy earlier or being aware of it or seeing like, oh, these people have these challenges, mm-hmm. but there's nothing we can do about it. There absolutely is something to do about it. And there are lots of practical ways we can help our community. And if that's the attitude they're getting into it right. from an early age, I would I would love to see that flourish in their lives. Um, not that they didn't when I was at a private school we're just choosing to involve ourselves in a,
0: in the community in a different way, right? Exactly. So we had discussed, and I had asked. I always want to tell my readers, like, don't worry, I'm not just randomly bringing up personal tidbits that I know about your life before I approve it, yeah. right? But I want I want to hear your perspective on difference, and that in and specifically learning differences. But we all come. To this table um of life with differences and so what what did what how did that shape your sure. experience so
1: i was diagnosed with dyslexia at three wait i didn't know it was that early well and we were talking about providence my mom oh yes the when i was a baby was finishing her master's degree in early childhood um, and so she saw it and she probably knew it well before three mm-hmm. um, She probably knew when I wasn't crawling and I wouldn't cross the midline. Oh, this one. She's got dyslexia. We got one of the dyslexia kids. Uh, So at that point, they put me in Montessori and exposed me to different learning styles. Um, I really, I guess, the poster child for early intervention. That is the, yes. uh, To the point where by the time I was school age, I was able to use dyslexia as kind of my superpower there I when I learned how to read I taught myself upside down and backwards I can still read upside down and backwards I can actually read faster upside down and backwards still to this day than I can yes. write that up you know what's learned first is learned yes. best uh, but it's a it's well. I don't know it's if yours. this is a superpower, but you know how I read my kids' books, and I can hold the pictures out towards them, and I can just peer it's over and read. No read all day.
0: It is a superpower. I would like to say,
1: but, but there were there were things like that that I could harness, that I was able to master, probably because it was caught very
0: early. Absolutely, and um, you didn't have the. I guess the conversation about you're why is it, why aren't you learning? What's wrong with you? You know, they, you had early intervention to be able to. Yeah.
1: There also are things that were comorbid, probably with my dyslexia, I have a great visual recall memory. So I can take a page of notes where maybe I'm only writing down the first two letters of a word, but I can go back to those notes later and remember what, Yes, she just whispered. Is that <laughs> true? <trip?" laughs> well, it's on the record. That is incredible. It also is a skill. I'm probably out of practice on it now, but in college, I could do a lick of the split and remember.
0: But isn't it amazing the way that our brains are wired mm-hmm. to adapt and help us learn? the best way for us. And that if we are able to give that to others, that you you may not be neurotypical, Mm -hmm. but you are just fine. And you can read 150 books a year.
1: There are great advantages that go along with these, and we're when we focus on just the challenges, we miss these advantages that could unlock whole
0: new worlds oh. for students. Um, what did you learn as a kid that that you go back to as an adult? Is there one event in your little
1: life that's a... This is probably not related to um, to dyslexia, but I have been waiting 30 years to call out a very terrible childhood <gasps> librarian I've had. I've been waiting for this exact yeah, moment. Here we go. Because I was uh, I was reading at a high level. Yes. And was reading outside of the aisle of the library I was supposed to be getting my books from. And when the librarian and she had a substitute and I checked out a book I wasn't supposed to have this is not anything incendiary it's just from right. the Absolutely. third grade row instead of the second grade <laughs> row and I still remember very deeply <gasps> being pulled out of class being forced to return the book when the librarian returned and then she took the whole set it was a series of books took the whole series of books and put them on top of the bookshelf file cabinet in her office and you had to go to her directly to check the books out. You couldn't take them off the shelf. For, she, and, and they stayed there long after I left the school. My, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. For years past I was there, she just was so offended that I was... That you would have... Um, that I was, I was reaching for something outside of this prescribed I, zone. And it wasn't... My parents were in support. I, mean, I could read whatever I got my hands on. And it, still to this day, I, I wonder, what makes an yes. educator want to stifle a child who's interested <laughs> in reading? We had this conversation at school um, with the kids with free reading time. If the kids want to read a graphic novel, great. If yes. they're into a magazine, awesome. Especially for these younger kids, learning and reading whatever Abs- their, whatever sparks their mm-hmm. interest. Encourage that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Empower them to know if you want to learn more about skateboarding, let's go. <laughs> let's get you everything you can get but your hands on. Truth. And not say, Well, this week you have to check out nonfiction and you can't oh, check out it doesn't sit no. well with me. I all for age appropriate and skill appropriate learning, but let's open these kids' worlds and their minds. It's, so they're curious.
0: Absolutely. And education is that mm-hmm. gateway to freedom and exploration and curiosity that, that we are able to give these children. And if we're telling them... Yeah. When
1: reading is such an important part of my life, my mom reads more than I do and she always Ugh. has. So I can't imagine not have it's a gift yes to me to, absolutely to read but to see that fire <gasps> squelched or never lit yes for a kid it's hard for me to understand right? because it's such a rich part of my life I don't well now I have podcasts too which oh. help
0: <laughs> you have a diversity <laughs> they help of, scratch that right, itch. yes and you can do both at the same time I can do do both there's an
1: overhead announcement on the PA we've got 15 minutes we've got a work shutting down the library
0: <laughs> we're so wild <laughs> okay well I, I'll try to um, be serious about here so can you talk to us about resiliency mm-hmm. and what that looks like in your life and 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 thoughts around that I do pride myself on being pretty adaptable
1: absolutely um, <laughs> I, I think resiliency is just this special ability to recover and redirect i i couldn't i say this a lot of times about mom's blog when i was in high school even and thinking about my life and what i'm going to create of my life Uh i could never think to myself well i'm going to start a career but then stay home and raise my kids while they're young and at home but i'm still going to be able to make an income doing that and what i'm going to do is i'm going to Plan parties for people who meet on the internet. <laughs> it doesn't <just laughs> It wasn't a no, thing. I know. I know. So if I in call if I in high school have said that's the career I want for this season of life, I wouldn't have known it. So having it in my life now reminds me, I'm gonna have a long life and I'm probably gonna get to do lots of different Absolutely. things. so embracing every season and being ready for what comes next, I think is an important part of resiliency. I think kids oh, teach you how to be yes. resilient. They're,
0: They're incredibly adaptable. But what about those sweet little guys and gals that aren't as resilient as others? Is that something that you can teach or what What are your thoughts about that? You know, I,
1: I like to dig into this and it's one of the reasons I like listening to your podcast because I am so curious about the mind and how kids develop right. and what nature versus nurture what are what am I putting into my kids absolutely what are what are their natural inherent intrinsic abilities and gifts what what grit were they born with and what am I modeling for them or what am I giving them situations so they can develop it's funny when I look at my boys sometimes I look at them and I'm like oh my gosh you're so your father or you that is that is exactly me but at the same time they're entirely their own yes. humans. They are they are people out in this world doing their own thing. So it has only muddied the nature versus nurture. Right?
0: Part for me because it's it's two sides to And it is one this point. interplay of both. Mm-hmm. And that one feeds the other, and how do we Helpful expression of who, like that temperament that children are born with and yet help folks grow up and thinking about the foster care system, for example, right? Like how, how do we know that these children who have these terrible circumstances will grow and rise above the pain that they've seen or lived with?
1: I'm sure you've read Glass Castle, um, and then you could juxtapose that book with Educated. I know I was where still, she, yes. and both of these are very strong, independent women who definitely have resilience and have risen above circumstances. But they weren't removed from the home, but not all their siblings ended up exactly. where they ended up. So um, it's a fascinating case study. I have some experience with the foster care system. I have not been in it, but Tim and I were foster parents and I've read a lot about it and looked at how different states have modeled their foster oh. care system and it does make you want to, to just be a, a stabilizing force That's for it. these kids so they can draw upon whatever resilience they're going to need of their own. For their
0: for their entire lives. I know, as
1: someone without any... Um, adverse childhood experiences you put yourself in the shoes of a kid who's coming in with an Ace score absolutely
0: I was yes yeah it's um and the impact of trauma in early childhood and and can they even come to school able to learn mm-hmm. because these traumatic experiences have colored their whole, what they've known and what they've seen. I know
1: it's overwhelming.
0: It is, but Jenny, you will save the world, so I'm not worried about that when you run for office, right? I I'm oh wow, so excited. You heard it here first. No, I'm gonna, I'll get her to sign something. So, <laughs> my question is, noting the time. So mm-hmm. we're. I didn't realize the library closed at eight. I thought
1: it might have closed.
0: I did too. We're just PSA. Yeah. Switch yes. talk public library 8 p.m. But what do you hope to teach your children as a parent? What is that look like?
1: I'm hoping that one of the things they're seeing is that my husband and I both are not sweating the small stuff. That's yes. We can focus on things that have Value and then and then move on. It's it's okay to not be okay, but you can also be okay if people around you aren't okay. You're gonna have some autonomy, and you're not going to let little things ruin your day or your life. Give some great perspective there. But right now, I'm in a a season at home. We're doing a remodel, which I was telling you about. Ah. And only a certain amount of things can get done in a day. If yes. I if I was at the laundromat today, I'm not also dusting my mantle. They're probably not cleaning my toilet either. I was like,
0: and who dusts their mantle? I'm very proud of you, Jenny. But this is the truth. That this is what this is what we have. And, and right
1: this- now, our focus is we're we're doing this bathroom, and that means mom has to go to the laundromat. But it also means the dishes might pile up a little bit. And I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not. I'm not ruining their childhood. Absolutely. I also am very quick to, if I get a mom, will you cuddle with me? I will drop anything. That
0: is, yes.
1: For a mom, will you cuddle with me?
0: And I think that goes back to your boldness and confidence and being true to yourself is that in parenting, you can do that as well. And that you can show up for your children and be present for your Mm -hmm. children in ways that sometimes if we're comparing ourselves to others or we're not able to do that. We're not able to be there mm-hmm. as who we are because we're so nervous. And authenticity is just so attractive. And I
1: would I would be friends yes. with a hundred people who can show me who they are <laughs> and love me for my dirty dishes than someone who's
0: trying to impress right. me my dirty hands I that I wrote you know like but this is it that we but we get this choice as an adults to live who we are and live that truth or constantly be seeking mm-hmm. and so I guess do you choose meaning in your life or do you choose striving sometimes there is that great But and, and can you speak to us about action because I spend a so much of my time in, like, passive action. I'll pretend to look, research thing. But Jenny it's like, oh, I'll just... You're, like, the massive action person. You'll just do it, and it will be done in two seconds. So what... Like, (laughs) Jenny, speak to how we all can be a little bit more action-oriented.
1: I wish I could live up to that assessment. (laughs) But it is true. That you've given me, I... I, it has been come drawn to my attention lately that my family and I might be a little hyperactive. <laughs> we just, we aren't resters.
0: No, you're not. None of you all are light sleepers too. We all like to. <laughs>
1: We're light sleepers, and the people are like, "Wow, how does Tim put up with him?" I'm like Tim, he's Tim woke the, up two hours before I did. No. He's doing a graduate program right now. If anything, he's the ringleader of my no, little family is. of robots. He is the ringleader. Um, uh,
0: yeah, but it just come. It. I. I think we all have these natural patterns that we mm-hmm. have, and you just embrace.
1: I've also had stages of life where I wasn't able to, so I think I appreciate it or I seek it more. Yes. I had a very difficult I, second pregnancy yes. that left me on my rear and in the hospital for months and months, and that powerlessness is not something oh. I like to embrace. So when I'm I'm healthy and able and willing, and there's something in the world that I would like to do something about. I do it. I. But then you reach into this very one precious life. So if you're not doing today something that you would like to do, I, I don't know what you're putting it off for.
0: A. Well, we need to end on that. That was amazing. I felt like you did it. Okay, so did we miss anything? We'll do another podcast.
1: Oh sure. I just one Mi- thing that you brought up about. Yes. About striving and and putting yeah. on a show, I also think, and I don't know if everyone knows this. I don't think anybody's thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. It's called
0: the imposter syndrome. It's a psychological it's a disorder. You guys. It, it is a phenomenon that we know happens, and, but it's
1: also freeing
0: when you realize yes, that. But that is the truth. Bless their sweet little hearts. And it might not be called the imposters. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of imposter syndrome, I can't think of what it's called right now. I might edit in the. No, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just mention that in the beginning. I'm so glad we ended. Speaking of real life, I can't think of things and Jenny can you could be you we luminosity could do, you have you luminosity oh that? I did that because I know that dementia is in she, my they don't
1: sponsor the podcast
0: <laughs> they should though no. um also we need a fact checking session after this for our 30 minutes um and then we could just you know like just dig right in there yeah I think that would be an exciting part okay sweet Jenny Thank you so much. Thank you I'm, for I feel letting like this... me be a guest. I'm so grateful. I'm we so have...
1: proud of you for starting this. Oh, you have oh your own God. piece of the internet <laughs> and the airwaves where you just get to it's... spread positivity and introspection and
0: are... growth and personal learning. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I'm just air hugging you from across the table. You're the best. Thank you, sweet yeah. Jenny. Okay. I'm, I'm really doing this.